0: I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. Have you ever wondered, like, when we are truly going to get a flying car? So imagine you're just driving along the highway, you hit some traffic, and you're like, hmm, I don't care, because now I can go fly above all the traffic. (laughs) Well, it's closer than you think. Uh, The Model A just got approval from the government to fly, and they say that it's going to be able to drive on public roads and then launch itself over highways to avoid all those traffic jams. Travel vertically and sideways. So, yes, it can drive and fly, and it's not going to be $25,000. It's not going to be $500,000. It's going to be about $300,000. Just a two-seater, that's it but you think about it you know we've always had flying cars we truly have it just depends how hard you hit the curb <laughs> it's just like boom yes out of here hey happy friday tech lovers because you buckle up because it's another turbocharged episode of the kim commando show kim commando today and i'm telling you we're coming in heavy we are with just a load of tech know-how and fun and our amazing content queen ali segman Womp, womp, she has COVID, mm-hmm. I know. She never got it until yeah. now. She got through the whole pandemic and <sighs> She went to New York on vacation and came back with COVID. Uh, no worries, she's getting better. So I'm sure she'll be back next week. But hey, our magnificent millennial and our internet scout, Matthew Heffel, uh, is here with us and what's on tap with you? You know,
1: I'm gonna tell a really, really cool story about how a drone saved a couple people's lives as well as an interesting Reddit thread that I think everybody's gonna like.
0: Ooh, and we have a special guest. Jeremy is going to be joining the show now Jeremy is recently single and let me tell you we were just like you know shooting the crap around the studios and he was telling me some crazy stories about online dating because oh. he's now single and he was telling you about like scammers and crypto things that are going on and Pig butchering. Uh, Now, if you don't know what pig butchering is, fear not, dear friends, because you will. And it has nothing to do with getting rid of bacon. Don't worry about that. It's (laughs) nothing, nothing, nothing. All right, let's kick things off with the news, and I'm going to start with a crazy story from Reddit that you just have to hear about. A redditor by the name of Michael he posted this story. He and his wife they live in San Francisco. They just moved there, and shortly after, he started like talking to some people around the neighborhood, and then one of them happened to be a Hindu priest. So. Mike runs into this Hindu priest, and the priest tells him all about this GoFundMe that he's putting together for a community in Bangladesh. And so Michael's a nice guy, and he's, hey, you know, how can I help you? I really would like to contribute something to your GoFundMe. So he logs onto the Hindu priest GoFundMe page, and then he sends the guy 150 bucks. Okay, that's a nice donation. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, that's there. That's not where it ends, of course. Not long after, he got a text from his bank about this huge transaction on his credit card. Is this valid? So Mike didn't donate 150 bucks. not even close. He donated $15,000. <gasps> oh, no. Okay. Uh, apparently, he added a few extra zeros, right? So he reached out to GoFundMe like, oh, I can't afford this. What am I going to do with it? And they say, well, it's going to take three to seven business days to get the money back. So the money he donated to the GoFundMe actually stays in the campaign. Now this is a big problem because then what? His neighbor, the Hindu priest would notice about this donation and he'd be like coming over, like saying, hey, thank you so much for all the money. So Mike was going to tell his neighbor what happened the next day, but he couldn't find him. But he woke up to a slew of Facebook notifications and friend requests and a ton of messages. And in this message was a video of a guy in Bangladesh, Okay. And Michael says the video was the man surrounded by bags of food that he was giving the impoverished and hungry people who needed it, thanking Mike by name for his generous donation. Hmm. Okay. Then came not just tens of photos, hundreds and hundreds of photos of frail, malnourished folks in Bangladesh signed with pictures of his name. Wow. Wow. He's like, okay, so now what do I do? I can't afford the $15,000, but I got to do more than 150 bucks. So Mike donates $1,500. And that's all he could really do. I mean, it's just he's a young single guy or young married guy in in San Francisco. But this is where it gets even better. It turns a whole different direction. After Mike put this on Reddit, Redditors Online were so moved by this GoFundMe charity for these folks in Bangladesh. They raised $120,000. Wow. Isn't that something? That's awesome. Wow. So, so you know, we all talk about, like, the bad stuff that's the time with big tech and the scammers and the pig butchers. But, you know, this is just a nice feel-good story for the long weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. So now I look at it, you have a feel-good story, too. What's going on here?
1: You know, let's keep this good train rolling. We don't have bad news, alley, so we can just keep on going <laughs> with the good news. Uh, you know, I want to talk about drones. We hear so many stories about drones being used for, like, nefarious purposes. You know, drones flying over people's houses. I know you have a story about
0: that. right? Yeah, Kim? I was in the pool and then uh, in my bikini in the pool. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden this drone comes down like, <laughs> and I'm like, shoo, shoo, you know, get away, get away. And then it comes back and I'm like. Yeah, you know, and then I just got out of the pool. I'm like, "Hey, if you want a shot, here you go." Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. this is it. This is it. All <laughs> right. So, but that has nothing to do with bikini shots, right? No,
1: not not at all. But there's a lot the point was that there's a lot of people that do terrible things with drones. Go and spy on people, maybe even get in the way of like emergency helicopters and stuff like that. And most of the time that's by amateur drones. You know, that's not the professionals. There's a lot of professional drone flyers out there who do a lot of really good stuff, you know. They help deliver medicines to hospitals or, you know, they help police capture bad guys, stuff like that. But one amateur drone pilot actually did something really amazing recently. Have you heard of all these storms going on in Colorado where it was just like hailing and thunderstorming? Oh, and crazy
0: stuff. Flooding. 100%.
1: Well, there was an 18-year-old. His name is Josh Liu. And he decided one morning after a huge storm that he would take his drone out in a little small town in Brighton, Colorado. And he would go do some, you know, con- uh, reconnaissance of the local wash in the river and see how high they were. So as he sets his drone out, he's going down the street, leaving his neighborhood. And he realizes there's a dark circle in the middle of the road, just a few blocks away. And so he pulls the drone down and gets right down to the bottom. And he notices that it's a car at the bottom of a sinkhole that is flipped upside down. Gosh! So he immediately runs to his neighbor and they go running towards the sinkhole and they realize that the car is getting filled up with water and so they try to get as close to the bottom of the sinkhole as they can and they hear a man shout out, we only have six inches left of air, we need help now, we've been in here for 15 minutes. So they call the firefighters, they get there right away within 10 minutes and they start trying to use their jaws of life to cut open the side of the car to get them out but the water was going up so quickly that they weren't gonna make it in time. So one of the other neighbors grabbed his big pickup truck tied a rope to the back of it, and was able to flip (laughs) the car onto its side where there was a door that was still intact, and both of the people that were in the car were able to get out safely. The police say that one of them did have serious injuries, but they did walk away without, you know, on their own power. But this is kind of a really nice story because, you know, we hear all these bad things about drones, but even the firefighter that was in charge of the whole thing said that if it wasn't for this kid with this drone, it's likely this couple would not have survived.
0: Okay, so the kid was just flying his drone around and just happened to see this?
1: Exactly. He was just going down to the little creek down from his street to see the flooding from his front porch. And all of a sudden, he saw something strange in the road and boom, saved these people's lives.
0: Okay, I hope they gave the teenager like a, like a reward or something, oh, yeah. right?
1: He should. I mean, I'm sure it was just a good Samaritan doing a nice thing. He wasn't expecting a reward. Um, but they actually haven't released the names of the people that were in the vehicle yet. So there's more to this story.
0: Well, you know, speaking of rewards, okay, this just reminds me of something. So years ago, I bought a car and it was a used car. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let me back up. The car was four months old. Okay. okay. So it was a it's a was a beautiful car, only four months old, and the woman said, "I can't tell you who owned it because her family owns how do I say this a, a really big company that makes soup." Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and I don't want to say who they are, but we all have heard of the company. Yes. So, so she's related to that whole thing, and so she sold the car because well she, she told me it had just too many buttons. Too many things okay. to, for, for her to handle. So, you know, I'm in the car just, you know, I'm like nosing around, nosing around, and then Ian's nosing around, and then he lost his phone in the car, so now he's got his little hands mm-hmm. everywhere in there. And then he finds a money clip, okay, with thousands of dollars <laughs> in this money clip, okay. And he looks at me, he's like, score, this is great. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, no, because I'm thinking like, this is a good parenting moment. Yeah. Okay. No uh, we need to call up the owner, previous owner of the car and tell them that we found this money clip and it has thousands of dollars in it. Okay. So, uh, so we call this person and then her assistant says, you know, we'll come by the studios and pick up the money clip. And, uh, and I thought for sure, you know, I explained to her like, you know, like my 12 year old son Mm -hmm. found it and, you know, and I, I wanted to teach him like a lesson and, You know, they didn't give him a reward. Oh, I know. I was like, man, really? What lesson is that? Like twenty bucks or something, dude. All right, moving on. Are you a baseball fan, Matt? Uh, You know,
1: I used to be. Uh, I'm not as much anymore, but I have been noticing that the Diamondbacks are doing well this season,
0: so I'm happy about that. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not really a sports person. Yeah. I'm really not. I mean, I've never been. Like, you know, into like, you know, football or baseball or hockey or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I went to the Super Bowl and I was rooting for both teams. Okay, <laughs> Just wanted to have fun. <laughs> and then, you know, and then my brother-in-law looked at me and he said, this is like... The most expensive ticket for the Super Bowl that has ever been wasted on a person is you. Okay. So, but let's talk about baseball because it is baseball season right now. And interesting news out this past week that has to do with tech. This is one of these stories that you're going to want to share with your family members and friends because baseball scouting isn't what it used to be. Because now the scouts are using AI, artificial intelligence. I mean, think Moneyball with Brad Pitt, which if you haven't seen that movie, it's just phenomenal. So it's taken it to a whole nother level. The MLB at Uplift Labs, which is a biomechanics company, they set up two iPhone cameras to watch amateur baseball players at Mm. a game, of course. So AI takes a look at the player's total movement patterns. Does he swing good? Does he catch well? And uh, how does he run? You know, does he go around the bases? Takes all this into consideration. Now, in the past, we take all these expensive motion sensor kits on players to see how they were swinging. But now, two iPhones. What? That's it. And it's more accurate because you get to see people in play and not when they're just in their best form. So so now AI is spotting all these different players that maybe they wouldn't have a chance before. Maybe hmm. they did have a chance. They shouldn't have a chance, which reminds me of yet another story about baseball scouts. Okay. okay. This is really crazy. So I have to tell you this, Matt. Okay. So I'm thinking about buying some land. All right. Okay. I'm thinking about buying some land. And um, so the guy comes over to show me the, the land. Because sure. like I said, I want to see like the soil reports and the plot maps and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So, so he comes over and he is laying all of this out okay just showing me everything okay and he's got it all like uh, all put out on the kitchen table and there's like all all these different papers and maps and everything like that so anyway so the guy who's showed me the land he's he's an older gentleman mm-hmm. okay so his phone rings and uh, and he put answers it on speaker and the guy says hey dad you know how are you what's going on I guess oh you know I'm Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be talking to Kim about, you know, buying this land and stuff like that. And the guy says, he's on speakerphone, remember, the guy says, she don't have that kind of money. She ain't (laughs) never going to buy that from you. (laughs) Anyway, he's a scout. Just <laughs> that was like, <laughs> was like I actually looked at the guy, and said, you know what, he's right. I don't have that kind of money to buy everything, but I just want like a little I tiny sliver. This. I just want this much. I just want a little <laughs> tiny piece. All right, coming up, we're gonna talk about pig butchering tails while dating. And then Matt's got a great story about what's going on at Reddit, which you're gonna laugh about. I have a what the heck headline of the week. You're never gonna wanna forget this one because it's just out of this world. And of course we have more fun here on Kim Tomato today. Hey, we're super delighted to have you here with us because i hope you're also one of the discerning ones who start their day with our top tier tech news and our scam yes. alerts all curated by yours truly i mean there's no ai here every single day i'm getting up at 5 36 in the morning going through all the news sites about 30 to 40 different news sites to make sure that you are up to date on all things digital in your email now this is not a replacement for the podcast or the show no this is different stuff okay so we have, I don't know, 35,000 thumbs up and I don't know, 700 thumbs down. So Ooh. think about those odds. I mean, I don't know who you are that give us the thumbs down, but just, I will try to forgive you. Yeah. I will try. <laughs> so every single day we're four 400,000 folks get our emails. And so what I want you to do is sign up right now. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. You're going to love it. Commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So when we're walking around here in the studios... We're not really, how would you say this, Matt? We're not really like the corporate folk. Oh no, no. Right. It's kind of like, you know, you kind of run into somebody and you say, you know, you know, that's a great shirt or, you know, what happened to your beard? I saw John yesterday. I'm like, God, you, know, you look so good. And he's like, I, I look, doesn't he though? He oh looks my gosh. So different. Yeah. He looks at least five to 10 years younger <laughs> yeah. without that. And so, you know, so Jeremy and I was hanging out at Jeremy's QB and we were just like talking. I said, you know, so how are you doing and stuff like that? And then Jeremy's like telling me these crazy stories. So that's why I'm like, when Ali was sick, I'm like Jeremy, you got to come on, yeah. and just talk about this because, well, I, let me back up. Jeremy is a charismatic and tech savvy guy. Okay, he's super smart. Um, he's just amazing, really. Yeah, I mean, and and he rides his bike to and from work, and it's still 180 degrees out, <laughs> uh, which I just don't understand. And I don't know how he pulls this off, Matt, but he rides his bike. And he doesn't stink. I, I noticed that, too. I'm like, how is this possible? Yeah, you know, I mean, think
1: Like, do, is there a shower
0: here in the studio somewhere that I'm aware of? I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's in the garden hose. Yeah, yeah. In the back or something <laughs> like that. So, Jeremy, um, so welcome. Thanks for being here, Kim Commander, today. And I want you to start by telling folks a little bit about what you do and your background. And you know what? Oh, you can leave out the part. Well, just don't. I know you want to tell people about this, but, but just leave out the part that you are... Wow, well, that you're related to John Paul Getty, because that might give people the wrong impression. Okay.
2: Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so I'm just a, a regular guy here. I work in the IT side of things. Um, fairly, Fairly savvy. I think I'll have you write my next dating profile with all your kind words. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I figured we could uh, talk about some of my favorite uh, online scams on the dating sites because yeah. that's new and fun. So so you hopped online, you set up a profile. Set up a profile on a few different services and just started going at it and swiping and whatnot. And um, a few of these lovely ladies, uh, you know, had some different scams. But the my favorite one and the most entertaining ones are the pig butchering scams. And so for those that don't know what pig butchering is, it's like a romance scam and a crypto scam all together. So a romance scam is where they're just trying to get money off you after, you know, you've kind of got romantic feelings and you're invested in it. That way they'll ask for money. Like the simple ones could be like, oh, give me $50 so I can get gas so we can go meet up to, oh, I live in New York, you know, g- give me a plane ticket or whatever, or send me gift cards and I'll use that for whatever. Um... And then the crypto scams are people just setting up fake crypto sites, trying to lure you in and basically get your money because you don't understand crypto so well. So this combines both of them. Super fun. These ladies are are lovely. Mm. Uh, For those that don't know, a lot of them actually work in, it's almost like an office job or a sweatshop. where They're just sitting there with their phones. They're not actually making the money. They're doing it for someone else to pay off another debt.
0: Oh. Okay. So... So you get out there, you put your profile. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then they contact you that say, "Wow, you know, it looks like you and I have a lot in common."
2: Yeah, so they'll just start chatting like all the other ones, but they they're kind of crazy. They're always available. They're always trying to talk to you. Mm. And then they'll ask like, what's your work schedule? Because they don't want to bother you while you're working because they need you to make money so they can get it from you.
0: (laughs) We don't want you to get fired, I mean, come on.
2: So, yeah, it it goes on, you talk about normal stuff and then they start dropping hints of, oh, like, oh, I've got to leave, I've got to go trade, I'm doing this thing. Um, The one girl that I let it drag out the longest with and actually, you know, transferred some crypto around, She was like, oh, my dad used to work for FTX. He built his own site. He's got his own algorithm that we're using. We only trade for like an hour at night, and she'd send graphs and everything and show how much money she's making. And that went on for like a week, and then finally she was like, well, you know, you should trade with me and then, you know, we can live this crazy lifestyle and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, huh? yeah, all right, mm, let's, mm. let's play this out. Like, I feel safe, I know, <laughs> I like, understand crypto.
0: It's like a little entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how
2: close can I get to the snake before I'm bitten? <laughs> so, um, super nice. She tries to walk me through setting up a crypto account um, and going into an actual legitimate exchange so I can turn my money into crypto. And I'm like, well, I've ar- I've already got that. Like, I've got my wallet thing. She's like, oh, well, then I just need you to get on this platform. Uh, my dad built it since he he worked there. It's because people in the U.S. can't get FTX now or whatever she was selling at that mm-hmm. point. And so I go look at it, and I'm looking at kind of the backside of the web pages and all this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, this is you know sketchy. No one no one normally looks at this stuff, and I'm like, all right, try to set up an account can't get the password sent to my email and, oh, I'm having all this trouble. So she sets up a, an account for me and she's like, oh, and you can change your password, you know, that way you feel safe and secure. Oh, and I'm nice. like, you're such a sweet lady.
0: <laughs> Just looking out for you, Jay. Yeah, That's it. That's yeah. all.
2: But no, she was like asking for screenshots every step of the way. And I was like, this is, this is great. But asked me. Still, she tells me, Hey, let's start off with a small amount of money. I don't want you to lose a lot. Like a couple hundred dollars. I'll show you it works. Show you you can get your money out. This is totally safe. I just just want to help you. And go through and I put some money in and did it. Got some got most of my money out. I think I lost twenty bucks or something. Cause I just withdrew it. But I looked up the actual wallet addresses. So when you transfer between exchanges and stuff you're going from wallet to wallet you can look up a wallet mm-hmm. this brand new account on this service had transactions for like the past four months of hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, wow. i was like huh that's hmm, that's normal yeah <laughs> no so now, now, now did you talk to her or is this all through texting or what so one of the crazy things and a lot of the the people doing this We'll ask you to switch things, you know, don't chat through Tinder. Let's use Telegram or WhatsApp. And they're doing this for what's called operational security. Telegram is really cool because you send a picture through there. It strips the metadata so you don't get to see the location. You don't get to see all that cool stuff. Um, and another really neat thing that they do is they'll, in these little farms where they all these pig butchers work, they will actually get, like, some people to come in, families, women, whatever. Take a bunch of pictures so you can't reverse image search these pictures.
1: Oh.
2: So, she'd send me pictures and I'd look at them. I'd reverse image search them. Didn't find them anywhere and I was like, "Okay, like pretty good work. Pretty good work." Mm-hmm.
0: So, now where do you think where do you think she was located?
2: I think she was probably in China or Thailand. Ah. She was claiming to be South Korean. Claiming that she was out here, um, she had a beauty company, and she was going to start warehousing here. And every time we were going to meet up, like something happened, and she just couldn't make it. She also wouldn't video chat or anything, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but she would send like little voice memos, okay, um, through Telegram. But that was as close as it got to actual contact. Yeah. Now, why don't you think she wanted to do the the videos? Because she was not the person she was sending Got pictures it. of. Right. Okay. So and her one of the other things too on Telegram is she you'd start seeing some message being composed. It would come across as Chinese characters, disappear, then come back as English, like she was running it through a translator app.
0: Oh. And so I was
2: savvy enough to understand the difference between Chinese characters and, and Korean. And so I was like, Oh yeah, that's all right.
0: So it sounds like it would be pretty easy for somebody to get taken this way. I mean, if they were not like an IT genius like yourself.
2: Yeah, it's super easy because the the whole romance, like they they build rapport with you and get your interest. And I mean, she actually seemed like a nice lady from the talking and everything. And it's just easy to inch it up and inch it up and inch it up. And then, oh, you get your, your money out and you start doing that. Where they get you is once they, you're putting the money in thinking you're making a lot of money, we all get greedy and mm-hmm. like to see it go up. And then it just disappears on you. You can't get it out or there's issues or there's something illegal happening and it was seized, whatever their excuse is to keep your money.
0: See, I found it fascinating that you were going behind the scenes. To, to figure out what was really going on.
2: That that was the entertainment part of this for me. Like, I picked up probably in the first week, like, this is not a normal person, not like the other women I've talked to through the dating apps. She's just way too there, way too invested early. And I was like, I, I love these scams, just seeing how they work on the <laughs> yeah. back end and seeing what information I can get so I can kind of, you know, spread the information to other people and help protect them.
0: So have you have you found any good prospects at
2: all? Through the online dating? Yes. No, no. not really. Oh, the, there was like one or two girls, but nothing worth keeping. No keepers yet.
0: Did you have any other scams?
2: Uh, I mean, there's always the OnlyFan girls mm-hmm. that just want you to, hey, join my OnlyFans or the ones that want Instagram followers. And then there's just a bunch of them that are, you talk to them for a day or two, and when you go to meet up, they're asking for money to do this or that, or I need this, and you're just like, no. No. That's a large percentage of the women I've talked to are just drop it and go.
0: So are you about ready to give up on the online dating, or not yet? Oh,
2: I, yeah, I'm... You're done? I'm done. I mean, I'll, I'll do <laughs> okay. it for entertainment. I mean, the weird thing is uh, a lady randomly texted me, never seen her number before, and it was a pig butchering scam. Uh. And I let it go like half a day before I was like, hey, let's just talk about pig butchering. And she stopped right then. And <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I was like, I've already had my entertainment value out of this.
0: Well, you know, a friend of mine, Jason, mm-hmm. he's, he's single for a, a long time. You know, he dates. And then it seems like what I tell him is like, as soon as they want to get married, he's like, whoa, no, got to mm-hmm. go. You know, whoa, that's not happening here. So uh, so I was talking to him the other day and he said, you know, he's given up on the online dating. You know, he said, I just, I, I'm just not going to do it anymore. It's just too crazy. And I said, so what are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to meet the perfect woman, the old fashioned way. And I thought he was going to say something like, you know, I'm going to go to church, yeah. you know, I'm going to join the Elks Lodge or whatever it may be. He's like, I'm going to meet somebody the old fashioned way by having poor judgment And drinking alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, that would be the way to do it. That'd be the way to do it. Well, Jeremy, thanks for coming on and telling everybody what to watch out for. Yeah, yeah, no problem, anytime. And so if any of you ladies are listening and you're single and uh, you're looking for a great IT guy and he's not going to give you money, and I did lie, I lied about the John Paul Getty relationship. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Oh. You know, I just don't want them to think that, you know, that, that you're just, they're just going to come after you for the money, you know, cause you're too nice of a guy for that. I mean, Dad, I don't
2: have any either. <laughs> it's perfect.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. So, you know, some great stuff there. Hey, listen, if you like getting short tips, uh, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. Wherever you get your podcast every single day, 60 seconds. It's just wonderful because you can be brushing your teeth and getting up to date every single day by getting our Daily Tech Updates. And again, just search wherever you get our podcast. Last name, of course, Commando. Jeremy, once again, thanks for being here. You're pretty awesome.
2: I'll come back and tell you a joke.
0: Okay, good. Oh, that's right. Oh, he's not leaving yet. No. No. He has the official joke at the end. And so, you know, we always like to rate these jokes, Jay. So what do you think?
2: Uh, is there a negative number that's kind of <laughs> a high score?
0: <laughs> no, no negative. I'll be sure
2: to be uninvited from the podcast <laughs> after this joke.
0: Excellent. That's that we like. It's like, you know, you know, we don't want to do too good of a job because then they might ask us to stay. We just don't <laughs> want, want to do that. <laughs> hey coming up a gunman robs a woman and then he asks her out on facebook yes um and then matt's our very own internet is gonna be talking what's going on in reddit some funny stuff uh i have some tips on how to make some money by renting out stuff that you already own and as we mentioned uh German's gonna be back with an incredible joke or not Hey, it's Kim Commando today. It's your daily fun podcast about all things digital. And this is our Friday edition where we like to mix things up just a little differently. So, but Monday through Thursday, that's when you get the Kim Commando show, which is just fabulous. And you're going to want to get it every single day. So whether you're just hanging out by the pool or getting some work done around the house, or maybe you're working, you know, it's always a good idea to have more tech know house. So make sure that you get the podcast Kim Commando today, not just Fridays, but Monday through Thursday too. All right, so I'm going to go with the what-the-heck headline of the week, and here's the headline. This is what caught my attention. Gunman robs U.S. woman before asking her out on Facebook. What? what <laughs> people, are just, people are just nuts. The woman's name is Amber. She was walking to her mailbox outside her home in Indianapolis this past week after work, and then out of nowhere, this guy comes up with a gun and says, hey, I, I, I need $100. I need your money. And, and by the way, I need to get into your house. And she says, no, 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 but I will give you $100. Okay. You're not getting into my house. So the guy doesn't leave after getting the money. This is what's crazy. He points the gun at her and says, hey, add me to your Facebook. <laughs> she's like, what? Okay, so she's like, all right, I'll add you to my Facebook. I mean, hoping that the guy would just take the money and go. Mm-hmm. So then the guy leaves. Okay, kind of a weird situation. Thinking that was the end of it. Amber's like, phew, okay, that was weird. And it's over until she gets a message on Facebook. And he says to her, damn, you was too pretty to rob. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says, let me say that again. Damn, you was too pretty to rob. And he said, don't worry, I'm going to pay you back. And she says to him back, I believe you, man. I can tell you're sweet. Times get rough. I know that. And then he says to her, why don't we get together so we can chill? Okay. Oh, my God. Now, the dude was arrested. Uh, the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department says that Damien Boyce was already arrested and charge in another armed robbery case where he allegedly shot two people and oh. then hit someone in the head with a brick.
1: Okay. <sighs> Jeez Louise.
0: Okay, Amber, this woman, gives him the $100, friends him on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Nuts so stuff happening in this world Yeah So uh, Matt, you are our internet scout Telling us everything that's up and trending online So what's going on? I really love to always come back to Reddit There is so much of
1: like the internet culture and stuff on there And I found a really funny uh, subreddit on Reddit That is all about people's embarrassing stories So uh, I thought I'd share with you a few of the most embarrassing stories on this thread And you can all get a good laugh out of it So The first one was I was on an airplane years ago and my girlfriend couldn't get the seat next to me. She ended up getting the seat behind me for the entire flight, which was fine. We could still at least talk. About halfway through the flight, I wanted to get some affection from her. So I turned around and put my hand behind my back without looking, trying to grab my girlfriend's leg. I ended up grabbing her leg and I slide my hand up a little bit, trying oh. to be all cute. And I hear a giggle and I'm like, oh, she's just giggling. I then feel that the hair on the leg is a little bit different from what I'm used to. And I turn around and there was a large man sitting in the seat behind me and my girlfriend was in on it the whole time.
0: Oh, <laughs> gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> he get thrown off a flight for oh, that. Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Here's another really good one. I was in kindergarten and I was playing in the sandbox at recess one day when my, with my friends we were making a sand castle and we didn't have any sand that was wet enough to form a solid structure now I had been holding in my bladder for a while then mm. and because I was five years old I didn't feel like I wanted to go to the bathroom I wanted to keep playing so I let it loose in the sand and we used that sand as the wet sand nobody was the wiser
0: oh. <laughs> Man.
1: okay last one last one I promise I was 13 years old, and I had just began to stay at home by myself after school. My parents were both teachers, so I had all the free time in the world. I got into setting weird fires in the grass after school, and one day, there was a tree stump in the backyard, and I grabbed a glass from the kitchen, and I filled it with gasoline I had found in the garage.
0: Okay, this is bad.
1: I found a matchbook and stood over the cup on top of a stump in the backyard. I lit the match and dropped it into the cup of gasoline. It exploded and lit my face on fire. I immediately ran inside and put it out in the sink. Then my father opens the garage door and says, hey, what did you do? And points to the backyard, which the stump wasn't completely engulfed in flames. (laughs) Oh, ouch. Um, okay, that's all of them, and I wanted Happy to... Have thoughts there? Yeah, well, the last one uh, was actually one that I posted on that subreddit. Really? Yep, that happened to me when I was 13 years old.
0: Okay, so, okay, you know what? It's funny you say because I'm like, there's like something going on here, because you knew too many of the details. Okay. I,
1: I actually did post that one on the subreddit years ago.
0: Okay, so what happened to your burnt face? Oh,
1: it wasn't that bad. It was like my eyebrows and the very front inch of my hair, Um, you know. It was, it was hilarious. I believe I had a Boy Scouts meeting that night too. So
0: (laughs) there's something, there's some Boy Scout badge you probably got for something like
1: that. I was probably working on my whittling badge and that's what led to it in the first place. (laughs) Did you like Boy Scouts? Um, you know, I got pretty far into boy Scouts. Uh, I didn't, it wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but I was doing like 12 things at once when I was 13. I was doing all the sports and boy Scouts and theater and all that stuff. So,
0: you know, I was a scout leader. Oh yeah. I I was when Ian was growing up. Well, let me back up. Barry said to me, Ian needs to be an Eagle scout. Okay. So Barry goes to like the first two meetings. He's like, those parents are nuts. I'm not (laughs) doing that. And I'm like, meanwhile, he he elected himself to be in charge of it. So that means I got to be in charge of it. So I was a scout leader for probably, I don't know, bet you, uh, seven years. Oh, wow. Here in Arizona? Yeah. And I never wore like, you know how like someone would wear like the scout uniform? I'm yeah. like, I am not wearing the scout uniform did, as a leader. Did they, you go to Camp Geronimo ever? Yes, I oh, did. Oh
1: gosh, I went there all the time. <laughs> oh,
0: and let me tell you something about Camp Geronimo. So, so we had like the you know where the tents, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. then I think all the boys are in the tents, and then the adults are in another tent drinking, but you know, the kids sure. aren't supposed to know that. And so, um, like at like eleven thirty, all the boys are talking, and I hear this one boy saying to Ian and all the other kids, "Well, you know, my mother's boyfriend sneaks in the house." <laughs> At 1030 at night. And then she, he leaves at like four o'clock in the morning. I mean, it was, just, you know, it's the things that, that, and then the next day he's like, I'm like, you know, you really shouldn't be telling everybody these stories. I don't think your mom would really appreciate <laughs> it. Kind of spread stuff like that. But the best one, my all favorite all time scout story is. Okay. When you get to be a certain point, mm-hmm. it's when the scouts are leading the meetings. Yes. So the parents kind of, parents sit in the back, right? Yep. And the boys are taking over the meetings, and so I would always sit in the back with my laptop. I was always working, doing a show or mm-hmm. something like that. They, they were okay. So this woman slides in right next to me, okay, just slides right in, and she goes, "Phew, how's the meeting?" And I'm like, mm, "It's fine, you know, it's okay." Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, "Gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm late." And I'm like, "I'm like, it's okay, because I'm like trying to work." I'm okay, like, I'm like, "It's okay." She's like, "Well, I'm just so hot and bothered. Ooh, oh, this is all." So, oh. And I said, I said, are you okay? She's like, wow, well, I almost didn't make it because I've been reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God. And I look at her and go, um, okay, good for you. Um, what am I supposed to say <laughs> yeah, with that? What do, you, how do, what do you respond to that? Like? You know, I'm working on show stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, not really into Fifty Shades of Grey. So then I think this is a perfect opportunity for a prank. This Uh-oh. is a perfect opportunity. So I said, um, are you going to be going to the scout camp this weekend? She's like, yes, yes. I, I think I'm going to be going, but uh, I might need a ride for my son. And I said, um, really? I said, so if you're going, why do you need a ride for your son? She said, well, I'm listening to the audiobook book <laughs> of Fifty Shades in Grey. And that's just very inappropriate. <laughs> Okay. So I'm like, I don't get this crap in my life. I don't understand. (laughs) So, so Barry, I tell Barry, it's your turn to drive Ian up. You don't have to stay. You're just going to drop, drop his butt off. Okay. Okay. So you can do it. So I take this woman off to the side and I say, you know what? My husband is going to be there and look for the black suburban and you can just dump all the kids (laughs) <laughs> okay. And so the Saturday comes, the woman goes over to Barry and says, oh, your wife says that you can take all the kids with you, like six, seven kids, you know, not just her son, but everybody else. And, uh, and he asked why, and she told him the whole story that she was going to be listening to an inappropriate <laughs> audio book on the way to scout camp. But, like, what do you do when you get to scout camp? <laughs> okay, after two hours. Okay, I know, I digress. Bye. That's funny. Just these little life experiences that you have. See, so and you, you have to look forward to. You get married, you have kids. We might have been at Geronimo at the same time. I was there pretty long. <laughs> Did you have the woman with the 50 shades of gray? Yeah. yeah she oh, it's just the, the disgusting peanut butter in the back. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. All right. Coming up, some great ways to make money in some weird ways. And Jeremy has a... It's an average joke, I'm sure, because he does not <laughs> want to do this again. <laughs> if you're not already following us on social, we are at Kim Commando everywhere. Okay. That's Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, you name it. It's always at Kim Commando. And let me tell you, I have taken over the social media. I don't know if you know this, Matt, but I'm doing all the social media posting. So if you're wondering like, why I'm posting a meme every day, because people are, I'm like, because it's fun yeah. and I think you'll like it. And aside from that, you get, of course, some tips and all that other great stuff. And also pictures of my cornea, which, by the way, my cornea is doing very well. How many people say you can see pictures of my cornea on their on <laughs> social
1: media feed? Nobody. Only on dating apps
0: now, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what Jeremy needs to yes. do. Just post a picture of his cornea. <laughs> that's it. All right. Let's talk about making money. Okay. There are things that you have laying your house that you would be making money in, right? Uh, if you have any tools, adventure gear, trailers, um, heavy equipment, there's a website that's called Rent My Equipment. You can do that. And how much you can make, of course, what you rent out, they say hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars a month. Now, what if you have an RV? Well, Outdoorsy, you can rent your RV on Outdoorsy, and then they take anywhere between 20 and 25%. <laughs> but if you got an RV sitting on your driveway, you might as well make some money with it. Now, Outdoors, he said that you can make about $10,000 a year hmm. average income. Now, I really like this one because I have a pool and I thought this is something that we should all be doing. There's a website called Swimply, swim and then P-L-Y. Okay. And then if you have a pool, you could rent your pool out for like 80 bucks an hour. Isn't that nice? That's cool. Uh, they take 15% and they also say that the insurance is covered. So you don't have to worry like if somebody gets hurt or anything yeah. like that. Uh, how much money can you make renting your pool? Anywhere between five and $10,000 a month. Well A month. In Arizona, that'd be great. In Phoenix? Oh. Yeah. The only problem is that it'd be rented all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, you never get to use it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, get out of my pool, okay? It's hot. <laughs> all right. So, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How hard have you worked on this joke?
2: Oh, I was supposed to work hard on it? Oh, (laughs) no. Okay. You
0: know, this is a national big-time award-winning podcast. Yeah.
2: It was (laughs) until I tell this (laughs) joke. Take it back.
0: (laughs) All right. We're ready for you.
2: All right. So there's this Chinese doctor who can't find a job in America, so he decides to open up his own clinic. Six months later, a lawyer comes walking by the clinic and sees a sign outside that says, Treatment costs $20. If we can't cure, you get $100 back. Well, the lawyer thinks this is a great opportunity to get $100. So he goes in and the doctor says, well, what seems to be the problem? The lawyer says, I've lost my sense of taste. The doctor says, uh, nurse, bring the medicine from box 14 and put three drops on his tongue. The nurse, open your mouth nice and wide for me, sir. And when he, the drops of medicine hit his tongue, the lawyer coughs and sputters. That's not medicine, it's kerosene, he gasps. Congrats, your taste is restored. $20, please, says the doctor. <laughs> oh, the lawyer is now annoyed and pays his $20 and leaves, but he's still determined to get $100. So he comes back after a few days, and the doctor recognizes him. And says, back again? And the lawyer says, I'm sorry, have we met before? You see, I've lost my memory. Well, the doctor says, nurse, bring medicine from box 14 and put three drops on his tongue. Nurse says, open wide and say, ah, for me. When the drops of medicine hit his tongue, he coughs and sputters again and says, what, more kerosene? You gave me that last time for restoring my taste. Doctor says, congrats, your memory back. $20, <laughs> please. So the Oh, lawyers, there's more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer's really upset now, gives him his $20 and leaves, thinks really long and hard over the next week and comes back, goes to see uh, the doctor and says, well, my eyesight has become very weak. I think I'm going blind. And the doctor says, sadly, I have no medicine for that. Here's $100. The lawyer looks at the bill and says, this is a 20, not 100. And the doctor says, congrats, eyesight restored, $20, please. <laughs> Is that it? That's, that's <laughs> it. Oh, <okay. laughs>
0: oh, we're never going to have you back. <laughs> Lovely. It was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't that bad. No. It's like a All four. Right. It wasn't terrible. I don't even know I, if it was a four. I, I've got to leave room for improvement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah, so if anybody has any jokes you'd like to share with us, send them along to podcasts at commando.com. And be sure to tell, I don't know, three of your besties and turn them into podcast pals. And because we want to give them a taste of our tech-tastic podcast. That's right. It'll be the cherry on the icing, the cake, whatever it is, every single day. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you subscribe and follow us. This way you get our podcast delivered automatically. And don't forget, you can also get this podcast Monday through Thursday and also our daily tech. podcast and thanks for being here and we'll see you again next week
1: this program is a copyrighted production of westar multimedia entertainment and protected by the copyright laws any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial business economic or financial purposes without the written permission of westar multimedia entertainment is strictly prohibited